The Just Podcast is brought to you by ReCity Network. ReCity is the Triangle's hub for social impact. If you're interested in learning more about ReCity, start by booking a tour at ReCityNetwork.org. ReCityNetwork.org is also where you can go to subscribe to their monthly newsletter or make a donation to support ReCity's work. The website, again, is ReCityNetwork.org. From the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, in conjunction with ReCity and Coastal Credit Union, you're listening to Just, stories about the people working to build thriving communities rooted in justice. I'm Jess Averhart, co-founder of Black Wall Street Homecoming. And I'm Rob Shields, executive director of the ReCity Network. All right, look, so here's why we're here. We're here to get proximate. We're here to listen. We're here to process. And we're here to help you process. But here's what we're not going to do. We're not going to be preachy because we don't have all the answers and we will never make you feel like an outsider. Keeping with the theme of sharing, we always want to acknowledge the whole person and that starts with our personal, personal check-in. check-in. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Rob. What's we're up? at that What's time. Up? We're at that time. I love this part. How are we doing? We're here. <laughs> we're alive. We, we are. We are that. We made it to another day. Yeah. Oh, I, I think... Winter in general, uh, the, what I'm telling people is the person who invented daylight savings did not have toddlers. <laughs> because goodness gracious, whoever thought it was a good idea for it to get pitch black at 5 p.m. That's actually a good point. Right? Yeah. That's three hours I've got to kill before yep. I put four toddlers to bed. That's right. It's three messing hours. them up. Is it like the circadian rhythm? Kids called? don't get more <laughs> tired as the day goes. I right. get more tired. So we're, right. we're at this inverse uh-huh. graph, right? I'm not, I didn't do good in geometry. So I, I'm not sure where it is but i'm going down they're going, they're going up, up to bedtime and so i'm literally just i'm literally drinking a red bull on the way home oh my some days gosh, at like i need to peak, I need to peak at like 4 30 dude to be we my need best. a spring to get here for you and your <laughs> your household <laughs> if my kids listen to this you know 10 20 years from now i love them i love them i love you yes you did you've done great you, but you are taxing taxing us at right this point. now you are wearing me out you are wearing me out and i need caffeine <laughs> yeah to get there i so. get that i get it listen <laughs> or your holiday well listen i um Holidays were great. It's always the time where um, I feel like this sort of intersectionality of people's like actual crazy and their mystical like uh, Norman Rockwell life <laughs> hits, hits. Painting comes alive. Yeah, it all comes alive and Off we're all so happy and I love it and I buy into it every single year. So uh, I did again this year and I also learned about uh a little bit more about this, um, the number one app that's out there right now called TikTok. Uh, Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Okay, well, Tell me more. well, my son is, you know, is seventeen, and so he is avid on TikTok. And so my mother, so for all of you out there, just imagine this: my mom is five foot four, and she's a little white haired white woman. Five foot four, white haired, white Tracking woman. With you. Yep. And she has on like a hoodie and sweatpants and she's like all the things. And she comes over, my son is like on trying to do this dance move, and my mom goes, Oh, are you on TikTok? My mom, she's sixty nine years old. And I didn't really know about it. And Trey goes, Yeah, this is TikTok. And she's like, Show me. Surprising bond. She goes, moment. Show me. Yes. And so they learned this dance. <laughs> and Trey did it. It was probably like eight seconds long. And you this thing is viral. It's almost seven hundred thousand views. This My, video. This video, trying. yeah, in the last not even a week. It hasn't even been a week. So six days, seven hundred thousand views. And my son gained ten thousand 
thousand new what do you call it followers wow. right so i mean you know it's Did your been, mom need to capitalize my mom on this? has created create? her 15 minutes of fame no my mom okay. is like she's really feeling herself she's into it she's like she's telling my son that they need to do more of them and create a series it's great so she's got a little taste now it she is wants more yeah it. she wants more of it it's pretty great so okay. anyways that's out. my check-in you know with social media is constant surprise I feel like you've set a really high bar for my future holiday <laughs> it's not meaningful unless i produce a video where there's almost a million hits on it. Oh yeah, nothing, nothing short of count. that. It yeah, I'm count. quite sure he'll hit a million in the next week or so. It's like really. I need to watch thing. it. I guess yeah, I'll I need send to it get, to you. Okay. I don't know why I didn't send it to you. I'll I need send to it see to you. this. Yeah. Apparently, I need to catch up with the rest of the world. I'm not cool, so Making I'm always notes. playing catch up on what is. You can do this instead relevant. of your Red Bull. Just watch my 69 year old mother. That sounds like a really <laughs> safe combination, right? Drinking Red Bull on the way home, watching a video, right, while driving. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> no, it. No recipe. danger. Yeah, no danger of course, involved. Of course. So yeah. Let's talk about justice. So yes. So, this podcast yes. is called Just. Hmm. I mean, that's powerful. It's just, as I was saying before we went live, Short I was like, just, just. <laughs> it was like, yep. Just, just. just. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, let's talk about justice. Hmm. Uh, you want to define that for us? What does that mean to you? I think that that is really a, a really important place to start of what the phrase justice even means. Because, mm-hmm. again, back to this polarization, we we all have different definitions for things. And then we see the world based on those definitions. And sometimes those definitions can be incomplete or we have, we're misunderstanding concepts, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think to, to boil justice down, I don't have a PhD. I'm, and this is a lot of this is borrowed from my own reading and my own experience. You are one of the most well read people I know on this subject. I just want to make that disclaimer yes. just to avoid the, you know, future lawsuits <laughs> of people saying, Hey, no, you know what? This is not mine. I did not come up with this. Yes. Anything that is gold for, for me is borrowed. A working definition for justice is to give people their due, Mm. to give people their due. So there's two sides of that. One side is the side that I think we go to sooner when we hear the word justice is like the, the negative, which means when we when someone does something wrong, they need to be stopped. Mm. You know, so criminal justice, I, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people track with, you know, the, when they hear the word justice, they think of the criminal justice system, which is more of the punitive side. Yeah, of it's justice. fascinating because that is not my first inclination. It's not yours. Justice. It is not. It is not negative. It's fat. That it is fascinating. Uh, yeah, but wonder, go ahead. We'll, we'll have to throw up a Twitter yeah. poll mm-hmm. maybe at some point and be like, hey, what is your initial what, reaction, initial to, reaction to justice? Yeah. Is it the punitive is the negative or is it the positive? Because there is another half of justice. And I think we tend to fall off the horse one way or the other in thinking about the negative first or the positive. And the positive, which is the one where I think we're going to camp out and spend more of our time. We probably will will go back and forth. But the positive side of justice is to lift up and care for those who have been marginalized. Because mm. the reality is justice is both retributive mm. and restorative. Yeah, love it. It's both individual and it's social. So justice is a complex term. And I think that what we're going to try to spend our time doing in the interviews that we host and the conversations we have is let's flush out and, and talk about what this looks like to be lived out. Like who, who are people who are lifting up and caring for people who have been marginalized in our communities, right? Yeah. How do we, who, who is living out this idea of, of justice that restores which is what I'm really excited to do because those we both know those people. They're doing amazing work. Yeah. And we got to really celebrate are. that work because otherwise we're just left in this negative cycle of let's criticize what's not working 
And right. let's just point fingers all the time. And that's never progress. No, nothing ever moves forward mm-hmm. because that's not a solution. That's just criticizing. <laughs> and it has to be this both and. We need to talk about the problem for yeah, sure. Right. But we can't be paralyzed and stay there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think this idea of, of really shining a light on people who are trying to pursue this restorative justice in their own lives will, will help us all move forward. Yeah. Yeah. When I think about justice, it's, it's, it is so complex, right? But I, it's simply for me boils down to fairness Mm. and equity just this this space of fairness so what i don't always think of it as negative although i recognize that most people will go there for me it's this this place this like holy place that is neutral Mm. and is allowed for all voices and everyone to be heard in that space Mm. and out of that is an equitable outcome a fair outcome a place that there is real balance instead of, mm-hmm. like you said, this 400 year systemic right. tree right. that has skewed uh, that opportunity. Where to everyone sit has in not that. been given their due. That Right. Entitlement. And yeah. let's use that word in yeah. a way that doesn't feel white privilege. But right. like we all are entitled to justice. We're all right. entitled throughout our life to have the opportunity to be in a space that is fair and equitable. Right. I'm entitled to that. Everyone is As entitled to that. As a human being, that. right? That's right. You We're have humans. In, you have That's inherent a, worth. Yes. Yes. Now we all understand all of the inputs and the variables that push on that. Mm. But the very basic for me, that's justice. And so as we think about, as you talk about these marginalized communities, that cup is not full for them. And what that's what we want to focus on is bringing a light to it. And our community, I think we can all appreciate that. We, I, as a black woman, have a whole lot of privilege mm. in the space that I, that I uh, walk in every day. But at the same time, and at times, my cup is also not full. Mm. You so can experience what it feels like to be marginalized. Oh, absolutely. As well. Absolutely. Yep. And the I'm raising a, a son who is six foot five and at any given time can be mistaken for a 26 year old black man that is threatening. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's a 17 year old boy, you know, and he's my son and he's precious to me, but he's not seen as that to others. And mm-hmm. I'm aware of that, chronically aware of that. You hear me talk about Brian Stevenson a lot as someone that I, I see as a as a mentor from afar, right? Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know him personally. Amazing. Would love the, the the privilege of getting to know him, but follow his work with the Equal Justice Initiative. You know, the movie Just Mercy is coming out. Yeah, We're here real soon in theaters. Read the book; it's it's incredible. But yeah. the, uh, one quote from that book that really has stood out to me that I think is a good summary of this. He flushes out uh, this term justice. He says in the book, "The true measure of our commitment to justice cannot be measured by how we treat the rich, the powerful, the privileged." and the respected among us. The true measure of our character is how we treat the poor, Mm -hmm. the disfavored, the accused, the incarcerated, and the condemned. Amen. I mean, that's it. That's the measuring stick that we're going to talk about. It's like, how are we doing there? Yep. How are we doing as a society? How are we doing as a community there? Let's look local, even though these issues aren't, don't have to stay local. Mm -hmm. You could be listening all across the world and, and there's ways that this can translate for you because there is, injustice is everywhere. Yeah. Uh, which makes we want to challenge the pursuit of justice everywhere. And so we're, we're going to dive deep into some really, we're going to dive in some really meaningful and also really complicated issues here when it comes to justice. And, I, and I'm excited to do that. We'll bring you more Just Podcast right after this. 
Yeah. Well, you basically just answered the question I think our listeners might be curious about is like, why this podcast? Mm. Why now? You know, yeah. what is, what's the pull for yeah. you? I think the reason this podcast matters right now is because of what I just spoke to. People, myself included at times, I, I can be guilty of this. I think we all can be. We're making our minds up about how we feel about social issues mm-hmm. in a vacuum. We're, and we're doing it really quickly. In the Twitterverse, right? We're, like, we are, yeah. we're taking that tweet and if it enrages us, we're retweeting it, we're liking it, and we're, then we're just getting stuff brought to us. The That's algorithm right. is working mm-hmm. to just give us more of what causes more angst. So we end up, it's tribal. It's very polarizing because we just we just surround ourselves with people who think like us and can fuel this angst. Yeah. Right. Or this demonization or this othering of people. Right. Uh, and that combination perpetuates injustice. Yeah. That allows injustice to continue um, because we we're not coming together to figure out how we collectively solve issues. I don't think communities can be just and I don't think they can thrive if they're fractured. And right now, that's exactly mm, that's what powerful. we are. We yeah. are we are fractured, and <clears throat> and we talk about this all the time. You're going to laugh when I say it. But like we need to get proximate, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to what we don't understand. Yes, we need to get proximate to what we don't understand. We need to listen. We need to learn. We need to build empathy, and then we got to use that newfound knowledge and relationships to take action. We can't just be. This can't just be an intellectual exercise. It has to include that, but it can't just stay there. Yeah. We have to, otherwise we're intellectually obese. Yeah. No, All I we're love doing that. is consuming that. knowledge That's and right. getting obese on it instead of actually working it out in our daily lives. And and here's, here's the thing. Like, I think that injustice is a tree that's been growing in our community for 400 years. And we have to dig it up by the roots. Mm-hmm. Like when you think That's about powerful. what a tr- what is a close your eyes and think about what a tr- yeah. a four hundred year old tree looks like. It's yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. It's massive. Mm-hmm. Its roots go deep under the surface. They really do. Yeah. So what do and we do? And it's a about? staple. We get, it becomes normal. It, it's been it's normalized. normalized. That's right. That's, That's right. Exactly and and right. we we revolve around it. Yep. Versus thinking that it could actually it doesn't have, have to, to affect be us that way. It doesn't well, have that, to be that right. way. Right. And that's not permanent. But here's the thing, Jess. This is what can be really disheartening. Is what keeps us from any type of action is. Oftentimes, we get stuck in debating whether the tree's even real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know what we mean when we say that. Yeah. Like we, we literally can't even agree on whether the tree is, is real and yeah. whether injustice is really happening because it's not our own felt experience sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it, we if we don't feel it, then it must not that be must true. That must be true. Because yeah. it's not my lived experience. And there can't be a s- situation that's out there that's where someone has a different experience that makes it real to them. Yeah, I really resonate that. That's a beautiful illustration, actually. And that will stay with me for a long time. I, I love that. Um, what I was thinking about my own as you were talking, what I think is going to be so important about our time together and our time with our listeners is this idea of being open to being curious mm. and training ourselves to learn. I, I mean, we all say we're learners and we, we read and p- some people don't we listen to audiobooks, whatever, but really, really taking the time with us to just be open to mm. new ideas, like you said, very vacuum mentality that we right. live in. Right. And we like it feels good. It's comfortable as I eat in a, you know, a plate of macaroni and cheese when someone tells you the things that you mm. know to be true. It's comforting. But there's that's not reality, right? We right. live in a world, we can clearly see this on the media and around us um, in outlets where 
what I think to be true, what I've normalized, the tree that I see doesn't exist in other places. And mm. we ask ourselves, how is that possible? Mm. How is it actually possible? How do you not actually see that? But then when you talk to somebody who doesn't see it, you can hear and learn and get curious around their the connection points that they're making mm. and then be able to have a formative dialogue and that's not happening right. because people haven't been trained to change their minds on issues right. and to learn and use that input to mold and adjust what they quote unquote know to be true. Right. And so I'm excited about this podcast because I think we'll be learning together and learning from our listeners and learning from our guests and our minds will continue to grow and evolve. And that is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like we're here for a short period of time on this yep. planet. We might as well take full advantage of it. All right. So why don't you set this up for us? We talked a lot about our listeners. It's yep. like they're sitting right here with us. But but this is new. So what can right. they expect? I mean, we're basically just setting up our why. That's right? right. Simon Sinek. Why are you doing this? What's the point? They've heard a little bit you know, from personally why from you us. and I are at this table. Yeah, yeah. What can they expect yeah. from going on this journey with us? Yeah. Like, what's this all about in real life? Like, why would yeah. I ever come back <laughs> to this? Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? You know, as far as what people can expect, I think we've named a few of these things. They can expect a a safe space to listen and learn. Yeah. Soft landing is what I like a to call so, it. A soft, soft landing. landing. There we go. And and I think that when you and I, you do the, a great job of this. I think so many of the nonprofits that I work with have been inspired to do the same exercise, you know, <laughs> of, of doing this value sort. Yeah. You know, like looking at, and we did that for this conversation. Right. Like, what are the values that are going to drive everything that we do? Yeah, I'm a firm believer in value sort, folks. So, what, what Rob is saying, if you don't know your own core values... Like, what do you stand on? Like, no matter how, how much the wind blows either yeah. way, you stay firm in the center of your core values. Like, if you don't know what those are, you should uh, do an exercise, go online and and do a value sort or a value exercise to determine what those are. And do it with your family and your kids. I do it with my son a lot. It's so good. And it will enhance all of your relationships when you know thyself, right? Right. That's it. And to thine own self be true. That's right. If you don't know yourself, how are you true to yourself? Let's and get we, real. Yeah, we, we've done that individually, yes. but we've yep. also done that collectively for this. Right. So we've named some shared values that really, that Venn diagram that yep. tie us together for these conversations that I think people can expect us to, obviously we're going to be talking about justice it's in the, in the title. But yep. other ones you may not have picked up on or may have missed. It's going to be community-centric. Yep. Right? It's going to be tied to community. This is this might have implications at a macro level, but it's going to be homegrown yep. and grassroots feeling and shining a light on people on the ground within the context of our communities. Yep. And it's also, we're also going to talk about bridge building. This a lot of what we just said, this yes. whole like crossing the chasms, right? And mm. having conversations that are difficult. They feel super wide right they now feel really hard Holy and yet smokes. you can do it uh, through this dialogue that's real bridge building that what is does it so look like cool to be a bridge builder yeah not just in the podcast world yeah. right like where we're talking about it and the safety of your cars or whatever you're doing but then taking that out into the community and say i'm going to test this theory i'm mm. going to have a conversation in a way that I, a unique way that i would not have normally because i feel like i have the tools to do it through this dialogue yeah I think we're going to try to be fair and impartial, which I know we can't do perfectly, but we're going to strive for that. We're going yeah. to strive to create fair and impartial space that doesn't feel tribal. 
honestly. Yeah. And that, that's to me what gives me so much hope about the two of us coming together. We have, we, we're not clones of each other. Right. Right. We're going to, we have different lenses on some things, but we also respect each other. Yeah. And we're going to respect every conversation and understand that there may be strong convictions that people have that, that may be shared that lead to different outcome or different prescriptions on how to solve things yeah. or have different political or policy that's implications. Right. And we can agree to disagree. And I yeah. feel like we've lost that art. Yeah. We, that's we so don't true. ever end sentences that way. That's right. We end them with you're dead to me. That's right. <laughs> that's you know? so true. And you're, you're canceled. I, unfriended, right? Yeah, you're, you're unfriended, unfriended, not, hey, let's just agree to disagree and yeah. let's move on into other things or, or, or let's come back to that. Yeah. Uh, and I think we're going to try to avoid that type of, uh, of attitude and perspective. What kind of stories are we going to be telling, Jess? That's that's another thing. What can listeners expect as far as the type of stories we're telling here? Yeah. So from my vantage point, from from Jess speak, this is like the raw and uncut version. This is asking those questions that are provocative, mm. right? Talking to people that we admire and care for yeah. and really enjoy the work that they're doing. They're inspiring communities, right? Yes. And because they're inspiring communities, they've inspired us personally. So those stories are going to be real. I love that. To hear, I think just to, I'm just going to repeat what everything you said because it was beautiful. And I want to make sure people don't miss it. I mean, we're, we're essentially going to be educating people about issues they may not be aware of. We yeah. increase that awareness. We want to shine a line on what's working. Yeah solutions oriented right? yep. so people don't feel paralyzed by the problem right but they can take a step and we're going to talk about that in a second because i love you got a phrase that we're going to coin and copyright here <laughs> that inspires action but all of that through the context of really amplifying and centering voices that have been marginalized yeah and that's what i love and i think we're using our platform here to shine a light and to cue people up and create create a bridge we're going to be bridge builders between worlds almost yeah. where you're going to hear from perspectives that you may not otherwise come across in your daily life and you're going to benefit from that That's and right. it can be mutually transformative um, and so I'm, I'm so like excited that. about that so who's going to be telling the stories I think we already hit that already. we already hit that one pretty hard P- people who are just doing doing the work mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. Uh, what does our role look like mm. in this what are, mean, what are you know I mean it's kind instigators. of instigators listen listen <laughs> talking about justice is not like you oh. know it's not lollipops and it's handling girls. dynamite it's, right it's, yeah it's not an easy topic sometimes but the great thing is we don't take ourselves too seriously right um, if you haven't gathered that already yeah I mean I, we are are not experts, yep. but we do have a real handle on our own personal values and right. things that matter to us and how we choose to mold and shape our time here on this planet. And and I'm and I and I can speak for Rob, I think open. I mean, we're open to that yep. adjustment. To, we're to, excited to learn. To looking at that mold and maybe yeah. saying, ah, well, that, that can shift, that can change based on what we're learning. So we have, as we've talked about, very unique vantage points. I mean, our point of, points of view have a lot of intersectionality, but how we were raised, where, where how we came up mm. is, is different. Yeah. And that is good. That is good because that's additive to the conversation. Absolutely. The way you came up is very different and that'll that'll show up in this um, in our series uh, and that's what I hope we're going to let people listen in on how we process these things like mm-hmm. we're going to be learning alongside of you that's like right. if you're listening to this we're learning with you right we're like, not the experts earlier you heard um, Rob say that justice for him he's like he probably comes off negative and for me it was a really hopeful thing it was a positive yeah. thing and so just even something as 
subtle as that, having that conversation around a word and what the visceral reaction is, that's fascinating to the psychology of how we move. So um, I'm excited about that. So that's our role. Just buckle up and and join us for the ride. It's going to be worthwhile. At the end of every episode, I think it would be it would be unfortunate if we missed the opportunity to to take what we've learned and how we've been inspired through the discussion and just let it sit there. Mm-hmm. I think we, you and I, Rob, should should really look at this as like, how do we show up? Like, yeah. what are we going to do about this? Like, what is it that we can do to take and extract something from this conversation and take some action, whether that's learning something through resources, yep. going and doing something within our community. And, and I think it's a challenge, really. It's at the end of the, we sort of leave with a charge. Yeah. And so we're calling it our show up moment. I love it. Like, what is that? What is that for us? And what is that for our listeners? How are we going to show up? That's right. And we want to model that for each other. We, we want to be able to, let you, not challenge you to do it, right? The listener, we want to share how are we, as we're processing yeah. what we're learning. But join us if you'd like. Yeah, pl- we, it's a both and. We, <laughs> yeah. we want to share, hey, here's what we're going to do. And maybe that helps to to stir the pot in your mind of, hey, I could do what Jess is doing, right? Yeah. Or I could do what Rob is doing, or I could do something completely different. That's right. And we're going to just put out a buffet and say, just, just do something. Just yeah. don't take this and just get intellectually obese right. <laughs> right. with this content. Take a, a step. It can be the simplest step. And it can be private. What I like about this is you learn something. Maybe we leave you with a charge, something to go do or take action upon or say uh, provide you a resource, something to read, another podcast to listen to, um, an audio book, whatever it is. And privately you go and you you build your arsenal around this subject that might have been touchy 45 minutes before you listen to this podcast. But now you're you're saying, you know what, I'm going to take this on and and. Tune in next time and see what my next charge is going to be. That's really special. It That'd is. be very cool. It is. And perfect timing, In a movement, right? right? New movement. Year's resolutions. Everyone's in that let's mode. Let's do it. Everyone's making them. Might as well. Let's make them. Let's stick to them. And I'm excited. I think that's going to be, that's how the plane should land every time. That's it. Thanks so much for listening to Just, a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network in partnership with ReCity and Coastal Credit Union. In the spirit of sharing, if you like what you've heard, tell a friend about the show and give us a five-star rating and review. Many thanks to DJ P-Dog and producer Low Key for producing the music for our show. New episodes of Just will drop every other week, so subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. Here's a preview for our next show. If you take six people, start the game of Monopoly, which we all know, Mm -hmm. um, you let two of them start they can play for 20 or 30 minutes. Um, When you bring in the second group of people, then those four will play for another 20 or 30 minutes, and then you bring in the last two people. The results of that game never, ever vary. In fact, I will give this a challenge to anyone do this, and if the results are different, send it in. I don't know. I'll eat some trash. I don't know. Whatever. But You'll buy them the game of Monopoly. Sure. I'll buy them a like Batman <laughs> Monopoly or whatever. Um, but the results are always the same. The people who win the game are always in the first two people to play. Hmm. And the second place person is always the other one. The people who come in third or fourth are always the second group of people. And the people who come in last are always the same. <laughs>